All right, here we go. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. We got a show today. We have a show today. Isaac, what are we going to talk about today? I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, if for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, we've been on the, where's Bryce Harper going to sign? Today is finally the day. We didn't plan this. We had this already scheduled. We did. We, we did. We have this already scheduled, all mapped out. This was the day. And then the news breaks. And I hit, I hit Jake with a text. Bryce, it's done. He was extremely happy. He oh, sent me about seven texts in a row, full caps. We're ready to rock and roll. Bryce Harper to the Philadelphia Phillies, 13 years, $330 million. He gets the best deal we've ever seen from a free agent in history. It's done. And, man, the Phillies got better today. And, man, we can't wait to break it down. I mean, I'm so excited. It's it's so – in a way, it's so frustrating, too, because we've been waiting for this for months. And yeah. in the span of two weeks, Machado and Harper both sign. And now, I mean, you know this is the domino effect that we talked about. Now we're going to see everybody else sign. The guy's still out there. G- the Gio Gonzalez's, Craig Kimbrell's, Dallas Keuchel's. They'll all be soon to, uh, to follow, hopefully. I mean, they all deserve jobs, but – Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this. This is unbelievable. Uh, the Phillies obviously are getting an unbelievable player. That should not be on. The Phillies are getting an unbelievable player. I mean, this is a guy who I think we're both huge fans of. Uh, I've had a Bryce Harper Nationals jersey in my closet for the last four or five years. I got it back in high school. Uh, this dude is one of, if not my favorite guy to watch. I'm going to be watching a lot of Phillies games on MLB TV this year. Uh, I probably already was because they, as we talked about in previous episodes, they're putting together an unbelievable team in Philadelphia. And now they add Harper, a guy who's won an MVP, a guy who's been an all-star every year that he's been in the league, except one year when he played just a hundred games. I'm so excited to talk about this. Can you tell? Is, yeah. Can you tell I'm excited? <laughs> I can see you're pumped. And and this is a this is a monumental day for the Phillies because yep. this is something they talked about all offseason long. Stupid about money. Sp- yep. They spent their stupid money. They finally did it. You know, I don't love the length of the deal, but we'll mm-hmm. get into the particulars sure. about this in a little bit. But when sure. you look big picture of what they added, you're talking about one of the best power hitters in the game. Yep. You're talking about one of the better outfielders that you have right now in yep. baseball. An MVP, a Rookie of the Year. He's been an All-Star four straight years. He has had a couple down years. I mean, you could say last year was a down year for him. Well, he still cranked 34 home runs. Still got MVP votes. Led the league with 130 walks. Had a slugging percentage of just under 500. On-base percentage of right at 400. He has a career OPS in seven years of 900. That's well above average. You add that to a lineup with JT Real Muto, with Gene Segura, with Aaron... uh, Aaron, Aaron God have mercy. <laughs> Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon with Odubel Herrera, with Reese Hoskins. Mm. Mm. It's good. The Phillies have added three all-stars to their team this year. Yeah. JT Realmuto, Gene Segura. And Andrew McCutcheon. Oh, yeah. my gosh. This is four. four. They've added two former MVPs to wow. their team. Wow. They had two former MVPs. What a day. Yeah. What a day for them. Um, I want to talk about the contract first before okay. we get into how this affects the Phillies and how this affects Bryce. 13 years, $330 million. No opt-outs, full no-trade clause, I believe. was Or no, it might have been a partial no-trade clause. Yep. It's a partial no-trade clause. Um, I like this contract. The length is crazy. I think 13 years is wild. But granted, Bryce Harper is going to be 26 this entire year. By the end of this year, or the end of the contract, he'll be going to his age 39 season. He'll play that whole year at the age of 39. Big picture real quick. Even if the last three years are not great, 
you're still getting tremendous value for the first 10 years of that deal, likely. And, I mean, even look at it this way. Albert Pujols is entering his age 38 season. His age 36 season, he still, I think, had 100 RBIs. Right. So I think that's still good production you're getting. I think Bryce Harper's a better athlete. I think his game will age better than Albert's. Uh, and I just think that even even if the last three years of this deal aren't great, the first ten years will be tremendous. I think for I agree with you for the most part. I think the thing one thing we have to remember is that he got into the league when he was only nineteen years old. Correct. By the time he's thirty nine, you're talking about a twenty one or twenty year yeah, career. That's true. That's hard to maintain over a really long time at peak production. So I understand what they're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. I there's a very good opportunity for this to blow up in the Phillies' face and oh, look sure. like a, a terrible train wreck. But what you get right now for 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, you're talking probably till he's 33, you're going to talk about a guy who should be getting top 10 MVP voting every single year. Your window is right now, Mm -hmm. and you can get away with having three or four bad years at the end of this contract. Mm -hmm. If you go win two or three World Series, you win four or five NL East crowns, you're in the the playoffs every single year. And the thing is about that, though, even once you get to those mid-late 30s, you're probably talking about a universal DH at that point. You're probably talking about a, a position, you'll be in a position to shift Bryce Harper to the DH for the last three or four years of his career, which is uh, which is really good. I mean, and I think we're both in agreement by the end of this contract, the universal DH will be in place. Yeah, It'll I mean, be a thing. Two, maybe two or three more years. Yeah, I, exactly. So it's already trending that way at 13 years from now, 10 years from now. It's definitely going to be a thing. Um I want to talk about the AAV too. $25 million a year is not terrible at all. That's a real – you can work with that. That's what J.D. Martinez got AAV. Uh, that's what Jake Arrieta got AAV. Granted, that was also on the Phillies. But the Phillies still aren't cracking – I don't think they're cracking $100 million They yet, still got they? some money left. They're still about 10 or 15 underneath $100 million. Right. It's just somewhere around there. Like, they still have a lot of wiggle room, which is why you he, he still hear them connected to Kimbrell and Keiko. We'll get into that. But this, Har- this Harper contract isn't a monstrosity. You still have a lot of room to work with. Absolutely. And you look at this roster that you have – there's all-stars that probably mm-hmm. six positions right now. You love the rotation that they're in. You add a guy like Robertson to the bullpen, you probably – one more piece would probably be nice too. But this is the situation that you'll have here. You have set the precedence that you are a place that top free agents want to go to. Yeah. You're a place that people will want to be at. And That's what the can, no opt-outs does too. Because, absolutely. And that was, a, that was something that Harper said he wanted. Think about the sell to Mike Trout in a couple years. <laughs> Think about the sell to Mike Trout, where you could have a situation where Mike Trout could join Bryce Harper and come back home. It's a heck of a sell, heck of an opportunity. I mean, not even Trout. I mean, think about, and then the coming years, you have guys like even Rendon. You have guys like Francisco Endor, Mookie Betts. Uh, a few years from now, Alex Bregman, too. You have a lot of guys, a lot of quality guys that will be hitting free agency at the right time, especially over 13 years. I mean, 10 years from now, there's going to be a whole other slew of prospects that will be ready to get free agency. And by then, it might be reformed where teams have less control on guys and more guys are hitting free agency in their 20s. And you can say, hey, look at Bryce Harper, who might have two or three MVPs by now. Think about what it, the world's going to be like in 13 years and he gets done with this. We're going to be 34. That's so We're going to be in our early to mid Does that mean we're going to be married with kids? Probably. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I mean, we're going to have actual jobs. That like, our lives, I mean, probably more your life than my life. We'll be more together, mostly together <laughs> at that point. Like, it's very scary. I mean, that's – I was thinking about it today. 13 years is two-thirds of our 
lifetime already. Wow. Nearly. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're both 21. 13 years, about two-thirds of the life we've Unbelievable. lived Unbelievable. Like, that's, the, that's crazy. the type of life that we're in. I mean, even I, I saw a really funny tweet today. It was 13 years ago. Twitter hasn't even been here. Like, yeah. I just can't imagine a, a 13 years ago, Bryce Harper was 13. Goodness gracious. <laughs> that's half of his life span. That's, that's a big hey, – this is a life changer for him. Good for him, man. This oh, is it's a, awesome. This is a guy that – He waited I, for it and he got it. He waited for his money. It made a lot of sense. Scott Boris, this looks good for him now too. <laughs> and, you know, it's so funny because the first – commission's going to look real oh, nice for yeah. Scott Boris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we start talking about these things and we're breaking these down early in the first couple episodes and we got into this stage where we're like is, is Manny Machado to get 215 million dollars right we is, thought these prices would be down is Bryce Harper to get 250 right is that that's the type where we were kind of at and for them to get 300 million for Machado to get 300 million for Harper to get 330 it's so interesting i saw a tweet on twitter by Paul tweet Hem- on twitter yeah that's where you saw it you saw yeah, a I tweet did. on twitter Paul Hembed Mikitis Guaranteed money in, uh, in contract. Bryce Harper, three hundred thirty. Manny Machado, three hundred million. That's six hundred and thirty million combined. <laughs> Matt Ryan, quarterback for the Falcons, one hundred million. Aaron Rodgers, ninety-eight point two million. Matthew Stafford, ninety-two million. That's a total of two hundred and ninety million dollars. Play baseball, kids. Play baseball. And, and this is—you think Kyler Murray's a little worried? No. 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 I don't think he <laughs> measured maybe, in a five ten today. Maybe. But I, yeah, he has the hand size, though, of, of Russell Wilson. That, that'll do We'll it. see. We'll see. Um, no, but this is great for Bryce. I I really like the fit. Uh, it seemed for so long. Go ahead. You had a point. Is this good for baseball, though? Because you look at what the NBA has done, and with mobility being such a big thing, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, moving teams, right? Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving's moving teams. LeBron James is moving teams. Sure. Is it good for a star to go somewhere for 13 years with no opt-out and no tra- no trade clause? Like, it, he's done. He's um, there for 13 years. Is well, that the good? thing is, I think it's still good because it's still setting the precedent of players getting paid what they're worth. Yes. And the NBA is a much shorter-term game than the MLB, unless you're LeBron James and you're going to your 17th year in the league. But I think... It's also a unique situation because Bryce Harper said, I want 13 years, I want no opt-outs, I want the no-trade clause. So I think that's really interesting because it's something that the player wanted. So you're still seeing the player shape their future, but it's just in a very different way. And I I think and Bryce Harper, the sources said that Bryce Harper wanted this no-opt-out, wanted the no-trade because he wanted to be here and form the culture here. I don't know if I believe that because it seemed like he didn't want to be in Philadelphia. I don't know <laughs> what that is. Yeah. What the, and then he signed there and then he said he didn't want to opt out. That's a very interesting situation. But if you're able to bring a championship there, then, I mean, that's all that matters. Um, let's talk about the Phillies for a second. I tweeted this today. They've added 16.2 war Ridiculous to their team. Stat. Between David Robertson, JT Realmuto, Bryce Harper, Andrew McCutcheon, and Gene Segura, that's 16.2 war that they've added to their team. And that's one of Bryce Harper's worst years. Right. A, a year that he didn't even rate that great. And he, I mean, he had a phenomenal second half after the home run derby, yeah. which I think we all saw coming in the fashion that he won the home run derby. But five players bringing you about three war each. That's really good. You have Reese Hoskins moving back to first base where he is much better as a hitter. He's much more comfortable defensively, uh, or so it seems. He at least seems to hit better when he's there. Then, I mean, that's not even accounting for Nola, Arietta, and Pavetta at the top. And just, and I texted this to you, you only need Eflin and Velasquez to be 
fine. Scene. Yeah, fine. Well, and I, I want to know what your expectations are for this Philly team because I look at a guy like Odubel Herrera, who I really, really liked last year, who had a rough year, right? Things yep. didn't all go according to plan, but he's still an extremely talented player. You're talking about a guy that has hit 22 home runs in 2018 and had 14 in 2017, 15 in 2016. It's a very talented How old piece. is Odubel Herrera? Herrera, Odubel Aldu- Herrera. He was born in 1991, so that would make him 27 right now. So he doesn't have the stress anymore. I look at this Phillies team. I love the Nationals still. But after this move, the Phillies have the better roster than the Nationals oh, right now. Un- unbelievable. Over, I mean, under for them. The Phillies or the Nationals? Over, under for, for the Phillies. Okay. 95 and a half wins. 95 and a half? I'm going to say under. I still think they're in the 94, 95. Uh, we had a little bit of this conversation earlier. The NL East is still going to be so tough between the Nationals and the Braves and the Mets. Uh, but I still think that the Phillies just have this far and away a better team. I mean, Real Muto looks like a guy that could win an MVP sometime. Andrew McCutcheon, former MVP, still was worth about three war last year. Bryce Harper, former MVP. David Robertson, really good closer. Uh, Gene Segura has aged really well. I think he put up a three-something war last year. Uh, and has aged really well. He's become more of an all-around player. Then you talk about Cesar Hernandez, who's got a career OBP around the 380s, 400s. Yeah, I mean, uh, Segura has, Segura had a, has 3.8, had a, almost four Three war. straight years in a row with mm-hmm. over a 3.0 war. Really good. Uh, Michael Franco, I think he's just a placeholder because I have a feeling Scott Kingery might play there if he has a strong spring, which would be awesome. And then, I mean, you talk about Noel, who almost won an MVP, or not an MVP, a Cy Young. Jake Arrieta, who has won a Cy Young. Pivetta Eflin, who have shown signs of Velasquez being really no-hitter. good guys. Velasquez had a no-hitter and has amazing stuff. Jared Eikhoff was once one of the young up-and-coming guys, yep. too. He might be in the bullpen. He has a nasty curveball. So... The Phillies just have this really complete team. They were already a good team. I think we we talked about this. The Phillies had a really good team. Bryce Harper puts them over the top. This is and when I look at this National League, I still think the Dodgers have the better roster. Ooh, I don't know. I would I, I would give it to the Phillies now. Okay, who is the best roster in the National League then? Phillies. Probably. I it's think a, the Cubs. A, for me, it's between the Phillies and the Cubs. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we're doing our power rankings right now, Bryce Harper gets signed. Phillies number are at the one top for me. Number one are Phillies. Number two are what? Cubs, probably. Number three, Dodgers. Hmm. Yes. Yes, because I think Corey Seager is going to have a bigger impact than we think. Cardinals, four. <sighs> Brewers, four. The, Cardinal, the Cardinals being injured, uh, Carlos Martinez being out scares me. Don't know what you have in Adam Wainwright and Alex Reyes. That scares me. Uh, yeah, Brewers, Brewers four for me. Interesting. So Cardinals five for me though. Okay, here's how I would roll. I think the Dodgers are still the better roster okay. overall. I think they have a little bit more depth. I like their rotation. I think Bueller and Kershaw are really, really good. That's fair. Up top, and they have some depth in, mm-hmm. in that rotation a little bit more than you know the, the Rich Hills, mm-hmm. uh, Hinge and Ryu is not great, but right. Stripling, Ross Stripling was really good at yep. times last year. That's fair. So I'll go the Dodgers one. Two, I think, is Philadelphia. Three, the Cubs. Four, the Cardinals. Five, the Rockies. 
Whoa, that's interesting. I like the Rockies a little bit more than the Brewers. I think the Brewers are going to take a little bit of a step back. The Mets are fine. I think the Braves are fine. I think the Nationals are decent too. But I'm I'm buying a little bit more Rockies stock in the National League. But that's kind of where we're at. I do think that this move by Bryce Harper has moved them to the top of the pecking order in the National League. They're no doubt MVP or a no doubt World Series contender. I. I think the odds jump from twelve to one to six to one. That yeah, they're win something that, like that. Win, they're, that they're going to win the World Series. Bryce like is still that. the favorite for the MVP. That's huge. That is huge. This is a this is a big, big, big day. But this is huge. I mean, it, Bryce Harper in Citizens Bank Park. Uh, let me find it because I tweeted it earlier. He slashed. Uh, come on, where are you? There we go. Two sixty eight, three sixty five, five sixty four with a nine thirty OPS in Citizens Bank Park. That'll play. That's pretty good. We already know he hits the end in Washington well too. So still inner division. Uh, I really like this. What will that be like when he goes back to Washington for the first time? Is he gonna get booed? I think he gets cheered because I think he gets a standing O because I think that fan base recognizes what he's done. Uh, I think that fan base is smart enough to realize that Washington made one offer and that was really it. I I think they're aware of that situation. Um, Do I wish it was a different way around? No, wait, no, I don't wish it was another way around. Do I wish it was different in that the Nationals made a further push for him? Uh, Yeah, because then I think you might be talking about a different situation. But it seems like... The Nationals made one push for Bryce, and then they kind of stepped back and let everyone else do their thing. And we're kind of hoping that the offers wouldn't come through and then Bryce would have to come back to them. Didn't work out that way, so I think he gets cheered. I think that he deserves to get cheered. I don't think he will, though. I think okay, that he, I think that he gave a lot to the Nationals. I mm-hmm. think he did everything he could for them to try to help them win a World Series. But I think that at the end of the day, people are going to be like, you went to Philadelphia. We hate Philadelphia. They're, <laughs> in, our, they're in our division. That's we don't true. like you. Or they're going to boo you. I don't think he deserves it, though. But my big, big day. I, I, you know, it's interesting because Harper does this move, and immediately my mind flashes to, well, what's next? Right? For the Phillies? Well, no. Or for, for him. For, no, for Kimbrell. For Keiko. Okay, true. Where does baseball go from here now? Because mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a run really quick here where free agents start getting picked off really fast. Well, yeah, who's still available? I mean, Gio Gonzalez, Craig Kimbrell, Dallas Keiko are the, Those top, are the top three. three, I would imagine. I mean, all the position players. I mean, Warwin Gonzalez signed, Mike Mustak is signed, Harrison signed. I mean, who else is left, really? I mean, it, it can't be that many guys left. Harper Machado, yeah, those guys all signed. Keiko, Gio, Gio Gonzalez, Gonzalez, Adam Jones, Adam Jones. Somebody, somebody will pick him up yep. because I mean, I still think he provides value. He's probably a fourth outfielder. Buckholz, Buckholz just signed there. today. <laughs> he Adam signed out uh, with Toronto. Gaddis, I have a feeling he might retire. Yeah, I think so too. Um, That's but yeah, where you're at. I mean, because I think we saw the run a couple weeks ago when Mustakis and Marwin signed, yep. and uh, Pollock and Harrison signed. Yep. Like I think we saw that run there, and that really left the cream of the cr- uh, the cream of the crop left. I still think Kimbrel finds his way back to Boston. I've it, always felt it would that. Have happened. I, I've always I'm felt that, that, but now I think it's Philadelphia too. It's Philadelphia or Boston for me. Well, it's weird for me because it sounds like Kimbrel won't waver off this wanting a four- or five-year deal, which is a terrible thing. He's 30 years old. Right, and he said he might sit out. 
Which would be, which, yes, I'm sure Kim, Craig Kimbrell, which you're obviously listening to the show. Yes, your value will go up after you sit out a year and you're another sure. year older. 31. That'll, that'll, that'll totally. Sure. Great yeah. job. Great job. Good to give you a standing ovation for um, pull, pulling a Le'Veon Bell. Great job. <laughs> it worked out for Le'Veon Bell, actually. Um, or probably. We haven't, no, we don't know yet. That still hasn't signed yet. <laughs> Different sport. Anyway, Kimbrell, uh, I feel like there's going to be a team that kind of just swoops in here. And just gets them. I because the report and obviously reports this, that, and the other. You know, you never know who you can trust. Said that the Phillies are out on Keiko and Kimbrel now. I think that would be foolish. I don't think they need Keiko. I think they trust their young guys, which is smart. Uh, do I think they could get Kimbrel on a two or three year deal? Absolutely, if he would do it. Because then you're talking about Hector Neris, David Robertson, and Craig Kimbrel back there, and you already have three guys in Noah, Arietta, and Paveda that could go the distance at any given start. I think that another interesting thing to watch out for is injuries in the next couple weeks here with spring training still right, going. True. If you have one big injury, that changes the game here. So it really right. is a little bit of a revolving door for Keiko. You know who I could see getting Keiko? Who? The White Sox. That makes a ton of and sense. Tr- even if it's a one- or two-year deal and trying to flip Even them. the Padres could make a ton of sense for a Keiko. Yeah, if they wanted to do a three or four. Yeah. Because that's their window then, but... I don't know. I, I think a team will sign Keiko and try to flip him. I think Kimbrell's going to go to a contender. Uh, Kimbrell might find his way back in Atlanta. That would kind of make sense, especially because Atlanta's probably – they haven't done anything since Donaldson, and now they're kind of like, okay, like maybe we need to try and Forced keep Forced back into the fire. we got to right. do something right. Well, because they got Donaldson, but right. now they've watched Washington sign Patrick Corbin. They've watched the Phillies get Rio Muto and McCutcheon and Segura and Harper, and they've watched the Mets get – Robinson Cano and Judd Lowry and, and Edwin Diaz and yeah and Edwin Diaz and their pitching staff get healthier and so that's a thing that they so that might force them back into the fold too but at the end of the day this is still I'm proclaiming it this is the Phillies division to lose for the next at least five years is this the best day in the Phillies history no their championship probably still is yeah I mean I mean this is the best signing though for the Phillies ever how about that is this the best signing pl- best acquisition uh, the Phillies have ever gotten no, I still think Halliday is probably their best acquisition. Probably agreed. In the context of where it took them. Yep. Uh, same. I think Halliday and Cliff Lee, I'm going to put those two together because the goal was Cole the same Hamels. there. Did they? No, they drafted Cliff. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Um, Player acquisition. That's fair. Uh, see now, Ryan it, Howard? It's their best position player acquisition. Where would he rank on Philly's position players? Ryan Howard? No, no, no. Bryce Harper? Bryce Harper. Uh, immediately, right off the bat, without having ta- taken an at-bat for them? Close. I think at the top you got who? Howard and Jimmy Rollins? Yep. And then you have... Uh, I mean, Utley? Um, yeah, that's true. Okay, so at the top you have Rollins, Utley, Howard. Then you have I Carlos mean, Ruiz? Shane Victorino? Mike Schmidt? Steve Carlton? Those two are definitely in it. Yeah. Uh, recently though, I mean, if we Pete go, Rose, Pete Rose gave his best to best the, yeah. with the Reds though. Let's right. be honest. Uh, I mean, Harper probably jumps in the top fifteen yeah, right I away. Think I think he does too. I mean, top fifteen. I'm saying, I mean, that's out of everybody. I mean, top position players probably top five, maybe. I put Schmidt, Utley. The he's probably in like six position players right now without having taken that bet for yep. them. Yep, um, that, that shows a lot about what he is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Phillies okay, haven't had the greatest. Okay, how soon is it? How soon is it though till you buy a Philadelphia Phillies Harper's jersey? 
Or is it already in the mail? Like tomorrow. Or? Like tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I mean, I said this to start the show. I love Bryce Harper. I think he's going to be awesome there. I love how the splits are looking at Citizens Bank Park. Gets to play 81 games there now. Uh, I think there's more than one MVP in his future. Uh, I certainly think he's going to continue being an all-star. I do think he wins a championship with Philadelphia. I do think you see a big-name free agent join him in the next five years. Uh, someone along the lines of Francisco Indoor, Jose Ramirez, Mookie Betts. Mike Trout. Maybe Mike Trout. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. But, I mean, this sets a precedent of players wanting to come to Philadelphia. It's a good day. Philly it's might a- send four position players to the All-Star game next year. Okay, I would Harper, say... Harper, Real Muto, Segura, Hoskins. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then a pitcher in Nola and uh, Nola and Arietta probably. At Arietta's, least Nola for sure. Yes, Nola for sure. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Arietta makes it. I wouldn't be surprised if Odubo Herrera makes a comeback too. I think he still has a lot of talent. He does. I, he does. I, I still think Odubo Herrera is a very good contributor to your team. I still think he's an all star. I think his ceiling's an all star, but I still think he could easily do it. Um, this is awesome. I love that Harper signed. I love the deal. Uh, you want to make it local, right? And, you know, this is where we're at right now in Illinois. It's Cardinal Cub country. This is a really good day for the Cardinals because you got better this year, right? You added Goldschmidt. You added Andrew Miller. Your youngsters are still healthy for the most part outside of Carlos Martinez. Alex Reyes hasn't gotten hurt yet, right? So this is a good day for you because of a couple of reasons. You, re-signed, you extended Miles Michaelis. Right. You got better. Brewers and the Cubs didn't add Bryce Harper or Manny Machado. Right, those two are not in the NL. I would, NL Central. I would counterpoint to that that the Cubs are essentially adding Chris Bryant back because he wasn't right last year. He was hurt. Yes, for he most is. Of the year. And they're adding you, Darvish. Yeah, Darvish scares me because people. And I said this on a line I drive. Shout out to line I drive. You, Darvish was once one of the best pitchers in the league. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he was once one of the. I think it was a great decision by the Cubs not to get Harper. I don't. Th- I did not let. I get it at all. Money. I don't. Well, I think they had the money. They just didn't want to do it. I, I, I think do. it makes a lot of sense for them not to do it. They have way too many guys up for arbitration right. that they, they can try to extend. There, Harper's great, but he's there's more to one player than just him, and more to baseball mm-hmm. than just one player. And the Cubs have a lot of young core guys that you really like with the Baez, with the Wilson Contreras, with the Kyle Hendricks, with mm-hmm. the Chris Bryant that you're going to have to extend eventually. You got to make the decision on Kyle Schwarber and Albert Almora and Ian Happ if they're part of your long term future. I think it made a lot of sense for them to do what they did. Harper going to the Phillies is good for the Cardinals. It makes sense for why the Cubs stayed out of it. Harper got his money. Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. It's a good day for baseball. And now, you know what it is? It's time to get the season started. I don't know if everybody's happy. The Dodgers offered him a four-year, $180 million deal. The Giants the offered Giants him a 10-year. 10, 10, 10, 300. And 10, 310. Um, so talking about other teams, I mean, if you're the Dodgers, I still think you're fine. They're still at the top of your power rankings. Yeah, I love They them. still got uh, A.J. Pollock. They're adding Corey Seager back. I still think they're fine. I think that... Once the Harper, the rumors came out that he might accept a short-term deal, they're like, okay, let's jump into this. But that was Boris working his way. Yeah, exactly. I think so, too. I mean, Uh, weaseling. The Giants, I think this has more of an impact on them. Because because if you're the Giants, Harper makes you a contender again. I... Yeah, I don't think that'd have been the right move though, because you adding Ooh. adding the giant or adding this to the mix would have been fine, and I got it. But I still don't, I don't still don't think they had been a playoff team with Bryce Harper in the mix. It would have been. Cl- I think they would have. They would have been in contention for a wild card spot. I don't know if they would have got it. 
But you have a healthy Brandon Belt. You have Brandon Crawford still pr- pretty too very good. I hate their rotation. Their rotation's not great. But, I mean, you talk – but then it's like with the Phillies we talked about. Now the Phillies have Harper. Do they look at Kimbrell and Keuchel? You argue that the same thing is probably the the same thing for the Giants because, I mean, they still have Cueto and Bumgarner there. So margin eh, – whatever. But you get Keuchel. That's still three very – I mean, former Cy Young winner, two former Cy Young winners, and Johnny Cueto, who finished in the top three multiple yeah, times. Yeah, I mean, you'd have, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I just still don't think that makes them a playoff team. I think now, basically what this does is you are on two paths. You were kind of in this in the, the crossroads. Right, what you, you had do. a choice. You either go one way with Bryce Harper and, be, mm-hmm. and try to go for it yet again with Buster Posey, Madison Bumgarner, Evan Longoria, Brandon Crawford, and, and, and Brandon Belt. Now, with him picking the other decision, you needed to understand that this is the time where you got to sell. And you got to embrace the tank a little bit. I think you got to try to trade Evan Longoria at the trade deadline this year. I think you should try to see what the market is for a guy like Brandon Crawford because he's a great glove. Uh, I really liked him. Thought the Cardinals should be in on him maybe a little bit. I think Posey you can keep around for a while. Just you can't trade Posey. You can't. There's no way. You can't. That but, fan base would turn on them and like that. But you could trade Bumgarner. You can. You absolutely. You should could trade be. Longoria and you could trade Brandon Crawford and I think Will Smith is another guy out of the bullpen that has Will a Smith. lot of value. I think even Lanson still has value. His contract's not great. It's not great, but it's not coming to the long. end of it, isn't it? Wasn't it only a three or four year deal? I thought it was four year fifty. Two million, something like that. And I think this is the third year of it. Maybe you're right. So I, I think teams would be He'd willing to take that on. Um, Bumgarner, I will. I think Bumgarner gets traded to the Brewers. Brewer, Four years, sixty-two million. Yeah, and he's in, he going has. into the third year of it. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, okay. Um, Bumgarner, I think, gets traded before the end of spring training. Really? Because I, I think that's how stark the contrast was of the right. paths you were taking. You were either choosing— This has a long—the Bryce Harper signing with the Phillies has a lot of ramifications that can spread throughout baseball. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So the Giants, you were either—you realized you had a shot at Harper, and now you, you, Harper would have taken you into contention for a wild card spot, in my opinion. Now you miss him, so now you have to go steer towards that rebuild. I think Bumgarner now, you start making those calls. Because you better believe, after Harper signed with the Phillies, the Brewers said, okay, the Giants are open for business. Let's t- let's check in on Bumgarner. And, I mean, you have to. I mean, that makes the most sense. Because Bumgarner, his value will only diminish the longer you keep him. He's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. You trade him now, you get a better chance of getting a blue-chip prospect. So... I think you look at trading him to the Brewers. I think you look at trading him to the Braves. I think you look at trading him to the Rockies and see what happens. See what kind of offers you get. And if you get a good offer, I think the Brewers would be very, very, very interested in offering you a good package of prospects. You ship him out before the end of spring training because his value will only go down from there. And he, and he has had weird injuries in spring training that have diminished his value. I so. mean, in 2017, he only pitched 111 innings. The and dirt bike last incident. year, he only pitched 129 innings. Yep. So exactly. it's been a couple years since he got back to his 200-inning self. I mean, think about it. From 2011 to 2016, we're talking about six straight years where he pitched over 200 innings, and he hasn't done that in the back-to-back years. Like His value could go very much down. His ERA last year crept up on him a little bit is 3.26 3.32 that that's the first time in a while it'd been over three I, I man the more i think about it the more i agree you know it's what i just realized might be time what you know who i realize is in a perfect position to get madison Baumgartner? who the new york yankees yep well when are they not they're always in a great position to get him well because the rotation's their biggest weakness yes they have the prospects absolutely 
And the San Francisco, oh my God, I'm seeing it already. Clint Frazier's the headline of that package yep. because San Francisco has Maybe no Torres. outfielders. Maybe oh, Glaber Torres. Oh no. Oh no. That's, oh gosh. I mean, that's great for baseball because that would put the heat on the Boston Red Sox. But oh man, that's terrible. So you're talking about a Yankees team that could have Aaron Judge, Aaron Hicks, Brett Gardner, Giancarlo Stanton, Giancarlo Stanton, Gary Torres, Sanchez, Claybar Torres. Miguel uh, Handel- Andalar, Luis Severino, Tanaka, Didi Sebastia. Wow. Eroldis Chapman, Dylan Batances. Oh, my gosh. Adam Adovino, Zach Britton. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about Adovino. Um, that rotation, then, is Luis Severino. Well, actually, Severino would be number two, then, for sure. Yeah. You have Bumgarner, Severino, Paxton, Tanaka, J.A. Happ, and CC Sabathia is your sixth. Wow. It's pretty good. Wow. Oh, I'm seeing it now. Oh, that's terrifying. Ugh, yuck. Gross. Uh, yeah, I'm really hoping. Uh, no, actually, as a pure baseball fan, that would be you awesome. Spoken into existence. For, yeah, happen. I know. Now tomorrow it's going to happen. As a baseball fan, that'd be awesome for baseball for the AL East, the competitiveness there. Um, that would be really cool, actually. I'd okay. I'm accepting it. Madison Bumgarner to the, to the Yankees within the next two That's weeks. That's such an odd fit for him personally because he's this country boy that likes San <laughs> Francisco true. and going but to I mean, New York. But he, I mean, he doesn't have a say. Does he have a partial no-trade clause? I don't think he does. No, he can't. There's no way. Eh, he might. I don't know. Isaac's going to look at that while I talk about this. I mean, yeah, you're you're thinking of a package of Clint Frazier, maybe Andujar, maybe Torres, but Frazier's the—I mean, Frazier— He does he, not possess any no-trade rights. Okay, yeah, so he doesn't even get a say. So, I mean, if the Yankees come calling with their bushel of uh, prospects, of blue-chip prospects, you better believe the Giants will listen to that. I mean— there's a precedence here for trading good starting pitchers and yeah. getting a good return. Look what the White Sox got for Chris Sale. I mean, granted, Sale had, what, three, four years of control? Still. Good deal. Better comparison, Archer and the Pirates. Okay. Yeah. Because Archer is not as good as Bumgarner, but not had more close. control. Not even close. So I think it, at the end there, it kind of evens out. Yeah. I mean, the Brewers got to get him, right? Man, wouldn't it be interesting if the Rays went for him? You love your Rays, putting him with Snell at the top of that rotation. That makes sense, but I don't think the Rays like giving up prospects. No, I know they don't, but it'd be interesting. That mortgage their future. Yeah, that wouldn't make sense. No, don't you don't you blaspheme the Rays like that? Okay, I'm how, just saying. How dare you, a sir? Potential how rotation, dare you, sir? A potential rotation with Glass now, Blake Snell, and uh, and Madison Bumgarner with an outfield of Austin Meadows, Kevin Kiermaier, and Tommy Fan. It's a great outfield. Um, I like it. You know what I do like for the Rays now that you brought it up? And uh, I was you're a big about, Rays guy. I was thinking about this, uh-huh. actually. You know what I think would be great? The White Sox, Jose Abreu goes into free agency after yes. this year. That'd be a great flip at the deadline for the Rays because right now they have uh, Usniel Diaz there. He's not that. He's fine, but you get Jose Abreu, Rays team that won 90 games, you're looking at a 95-win team. Let's go! You love the Rays. I love the Rays so much. You know, you're saying about maybe the Rockies getting involved with Bumgarner. I don't sure. see that at all. I don't see an in-division trade with him. Yeah, that that's one. That one's kind of an outlier because it's interdivision, as you mentioned. It would make sense. It would make a lot of. He he fits everywhere, but like that'd be interesting with Freeland, Marquez, with Anderson, with John Gray, Bettis involved there. I I like the fit there. I just don't see him doing the in-division trade. I don't see the Giants pulling the trigger on that. Uh, yeah, especially because Zaidi. That's not really his mo. Uh, but I mean, it's still it's still fun it's to so think about. Exciting. It's exciting. This is about. all because of Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. This is all a trickle down effect. This is what happens when a superstar generational player signs and changes the power dynamic in a division, 
and then there's a bunch of teams interested, and that's a trickle down effect. Except you're unless you're the Dodgers, and then they just they're like, okay, oh well. <laughs> We're fine. <laughs> We're fine. We still have an infield of Justin Turner, I mean, Max Muncy, see? Corey Seager, and an outfield of AJ Pollock and Cody Bellinger. And who's their third right? Who's their third outfielder? Oh, Jack Peterson. Duh. And Chris Taylor's still there. And Kike Hernandez. And Clayton Kershaw. And Walker Bueller. And Rush Stripling. And Rich Hill. And Kenley Jansen. That's pretty good. That's, that's a great that's team. Decent. That's why that's I think decent. they're the number that's one decent. team. That's why I still think I they think have you the most might, talent. Oh, but, oh, God. I think the Phillies are still one for okay, me. Okay, we talk about who could be potential, you know, all-stars. Turner's an all-star. Seager's an all-star. All Taylor might be an all-star. Yeah. Muncie was an all-star yep. last year. That's three. Pollock's probably an all-star. Mm-hmm. Bellinger, Bellinger's definitely. an all-star. Kershaw and Bueller an all-star. And Jansen's an all-star. That's eight. Yep. Wow. Okay, so eight for the Dodgers. For the and Phillies. Joe Kelly's We're, a very decent That's real. We're all over the place today. Um, but then, okay, Phillies, you have Harper, Segura, Real Muto. Uh, Nola. Noah Arietta, who else? I'm missing someone. Robertson. Yeah, but who else? I feel like, oh, Hoskins. Hoskins, yeah. Six. Yeah. Okay, fine. Six no Dodgers. Okay, okay fine. Dodgers are fine. still number Dodgers one in my like power slate rankings. Edge. Slate Dodgers are one in my power rankings. I, I'm still putting because they have the better rotation. They have more depth. I don't know if, do they have the better rotation though? Because they're top two. I mean, because. You have, I think, Bueller and Noah are right there. I think Kershaw now and Arietta are com- comparable. Kershaw's better than Arietta. Kershaw now. We just, had, we just had this conversation. Kershaw's still better than Arietta. We had this conversation last week. Kershaw's not what he used to be. I, 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 I do that. I agree with that, but I still think that Arietta's still also not what he used to be, and Kershaw's better. Okay. Counterpoint. The Phillies have two superstars, position player-wise. The Dodgers have one. You don't think uh, Corey Seager and Justin Turner are two superstars? I was counting Bellinger. I'm just saying those. I don't. Are... I think that Corey Seager has not played in a full year. Turner Turner's not a Turner's very good. Turner's he's a, a star. second best third baseman he's in the a game. Superstar. Woo. Second or third best third baseman oh. in the game. He is. Oh. He is. He's Ar- hit, he's hit over 30 home runs for three straight years. Arenado Bryant Bregman. Uh, Come he's, on, he's, he's, he's top he's five. Just, okay, top five third baseman in the league. Yes, but I I think he's very good. I think he's a star. I don't think he's a superstar. I think JT Ramos is the top catcher in the game, and Bryce Harper is a top two or three outfield right fielder. <laughs> Mookie Betts is one. So, okay. I, so that's uh, that. I'm not going to debate that. Aaron Judge. Or Bryce, or Aaron Judge or Bryce Harper. Oh, that's tough. I'm going to take Bryce just because I think people are saying that Bryce is not a good defensive outfielder. I think he is. I think last year he played it safe because he didn't want to get hurt. I'm still taking Bryce over Aaron, Aaron Judge. Okay. I agree. Okay. I'm still taking the Phillies over the Dodgers. No. You can't swing me on this. <laughs> no, you, can't, you can't take the Phillies over the Dodgers just because you love Bryce Harper. I'm taking the Phillies over the Dodgers <laughs> know, because look at them. Just, hey, they could win 100 games. What do you think their ceiling is wins wise? One hundred and two. I was gonna say one hundred and four, but I, I was gonna cap, I was gonna cap it at one hundred and four. I think one hundred and two. I still I think they one loss predictions for the Phillies go. Uh, ninety three and what sixty seven? 
That's, that's no, that's done. Done. 69. 60, nice. Uh, I'm going to say 95 and 67. Okay, here's the reason. I, I think they win the division. Okay, you think they get win 95 games. How many games do you think the Dodgers win? 98, but because they're in a weaker division. Exactly. That's exactly. That doesn't make them a better team. I'm just saying they're they're gonna have, they're gonna finish as the number one seed. Sure, but that doesn't make them the better. Seven game team. series. You're taking the Phillies or the Dodgers. Oh. Seven game series. Seven game series. I'm taking the Dodgers only because they have the experience. Oh. Come back to me in two years. Hot take. I'm taking the Cubs over the Phillies too. In a seven game series. I I, I think that I don't know. Bryce Harper's a Cubs killer. I I get that, but I think the I like the Phillies. Arietta revenge game. I, okay, but I don't love the the end of their rotation. As Playoff series, I, you only need four. I don't like Playoff series. You only need four. Yeah, you're you're not gonna win me over. They have they have a couple black they have a couple That's black close. holes in their lineup. That's close for me. Oh god, I think I have to take the Cubs too. Franco is a not Franco's great. not great. Not great. Hernandez is okay, us. not great. Hernandez is pretty good. He's okay, not great. And I think if Scott Kingery puts yeah. it together, he's it's, taking over one right, of those spots. You're right. You're right. Uh, I can't wait for baseball season because look at this. Think about the National League. This again. is the this is the most contentious we've been. Oh, absolutely. We, we usually agree on. Oh, stuff. absolutely. I'm just saying. Like, think about the National League right now. Phillies, no doubt contender. Braves, they think they can contend. They've I gotten think better, contenders. right? The Nationals got a lot better still. Even though they lost Harper, they still added a Corbin. They still added a guy like Dozier to the mix. Mm-hmm. They're better. Mets got better. Cardinals got better. Cubs are still great. Brewers kind of the same. Right, those are t- the Reds got a lot better. The Rockies are still the same, and the extended Nolan Arenado. They'll the still have him. Got, the, the Padres, Padres really got better. Oh, team. and the Dodgers are still the Dodgers. That's eleven really quality teams in the NL. All right, let's end the show on this National League cream of the. We'll go tiers. So World Series contenders, yeah. Playoff contenders, yep. And then just out on the fringe. Out, out, on out, the fringe. On the fringe. Okay, we'll do a fringe, and then you'll the listeners will be able to figure out the math of the people that are completely out of it. Right. World Series contenders, Dodgers. In the, in the National League only? National, we'll do National League only because, okay. I mean, the AL, it's... No one I mean, cares. It's, yeah. it's the Astros and the Red Sox in the Yankees division. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> there, there's your AL yeah, round done. Um, National League World Series contenders. I'll, I'll go and we'll see how many you agree with me on. Dodgers. In the, national, in the World in, Series? World yes. Series contenders. Yes. Dodgers. Cubs. Yes. Phillies. Yes. I think those are your three. That's it. That's I think those it. are your three. That's it. Playoff. So then those three out. Playoff, Playoff contenders. Yeah. Brewers, Cardinals. Yes. Rockies. Yes. Nationals, Braves. Yes. Mets. Mets. I'll say it's playoff. Uh, I'll disagree with you. I think the Mets are on the fringe because I don't. I just don't know what you'll get out of guys like Cano and that rotation. That rotation, if they're healthy, I, I'll put this. Mets are playoff contenders on the on the condition that their rotation's healthy. Okay. Fringe for me, I just said the Mets. Reds, I think, are on the fringe. Padres, close. Depending on depending on when their prospects come out. Padres are close, and then people who have no chance, the Dodgers. I think the did Red. I say the Reds on the fringe? Yeah, I think the Red. Okay, Reds on. The, people who have no chance, no Pirates, chance. Pirates, Giants. Once they trade Baumgartner, <laughs> Pirates, Giants, yeah, Diamondbacks, and Marlins. Diamondbacks, Marlins, yeah, that covers it. Done. Lit. Done. We're back to agreeing. We're good. Okay. We, we get along. We get along again. Yeah. We're gonna uh, call this the Bryce Harper episode. Oh, I'm. I literally. I'm. I was. That's what I was gonna say. I'm gonna upload this as the Harper episode. Um. But this was good. I think we covered a lot. We packed a lot into this. Uh. As always, unless you have anything else you want to hit no, up. I'm good. Go. All right. 
Another episode of On the Chalk in the Books. Uh, We'll start doing some previews now that free agency is essentially over. Whatever news comes out in the next week, we will absolutely get to you. We are still working on our first guest. We're in contact. We're doing some stuff. Kind of a big name here. Kind of a big deal. We'll see what happens. But previews coming up. More news as it comes. But thank you for listening. This has been another episode of On the Chalk. For myself and Isaac, we will see you next week.